Hi, I'm Milana of Milana on the Path, The Path, A Journey into the Light. Welcome to my podcast series, Walking Love in Fifth Dimension. We continue this series with Part 7, entitled The Building Blocks of Love. In order to heal and to change our world, we must begin with ourselves. When creating and building a new reality of love, we first begin by taking an up-close and personal look at who we are. This helps us to become aware of and acquainted with the different parts of our being. As we assess our inner territory and establish a relationship with our various aspects, the body, the mind, and the spirit, we must also learn how to listen and respond to the multiple and ongoing messages, requests, and directions they impart to us on a daily basis. In order for us to stay strong and healthy and maintain a balanced life, we must learn to love, support, nurture, and listen to all of who we are. As we learn to navigate the territory of ourselves and begin to do the thing in front of us to do, we are asked to embrace the truth that we are the foundation upon which this new reality of love will be built. We are the builders and the building blocks. It is up to us to get clear and to heal ourselves so that we can heal the way we love our partners, our children, our friends, and all other beings who live in our world. In truth, the spotlight is on each one of us. Both love and our own God-graced spirit are calling us forth. They are letting us know that it is time for us to show up and make a difference in the present and the future of our human existence. Listen to Walking Love in Fifth Dimension Part 7 to continue on the journey of discovering how we each can create a whole new reality of love. Listen, enjoy, and learn. There are two things that I feel will help in this dynamic and relationship with ourselves and our aspects. One of the things is doing the thing in front of you to do. And I want to talk a little bit about that because when you are self-managing and you've got your whole being that you have to essentially oversee and manage and take care of, how do you do that? How do you do that with some kind of balance and harmony? How do you do it and find your own place with it? You're going to hear a lot about doing the thing in front of you to do. You're going to hear a lot about that because it is what has become how we deal with the organic unfolding of life instead of trying to make it with our free will what we want it to be. How do we deal with the promptings of our own being? How do we know when we're being prompted and how do we know which prompt to attend to first? How do we know how to respond in right time to what our beings and what life presents to us. 
And it is really called doing the thing in front of you to do. And it means literally that. It means doing what comes to you in the next movement of your walk, doing what comes to you at that time, taking care of what presents itself instead of worrying about what needs to be taken care of, instead of thinking that something over here, I need to do that before I do this. There is a reason why whatever it is that is in your face is in your face because it's time for it to to be taken care of. It's ready. Usually there are very few glitches because all of those have been walked through or worked out because there it is. It's ready to be handled or dealt with. It's being able to show up responding to your own being and to life without needing to get in there, and this is where working on the mind helps, and organize it or plan it, organize meaning, organize the way that life organically unfolds. We, we, that's not our job. Our job is to be able to show up for life. It isn't about, we don't have the control. We don't produce, direct, and star in life. Life has its own production company. We are one of the actors in the productions that life puts forth. So because we can't control it, what we do get to do is to do whatever is in front of us to do that life brings forth. And you will find that when you're dealing with your own being, your body, your mind, your soul, those aspects have a way of putting forth information in front of you about what the needs are. It's interesting because what comes to me about that is the question, how do you know when your body needs X, Y, or Z? Or how do you know when your soul wants you to sit with it? How do you know when your mind needs some different dialogue or some different attention? Because it will really tell you, and how it tells you is in the movement of your life. It isn't always going to be a separate move like, I am your body and I am saying X, Y, Z. But your body can show up saying it would really be great and it just becomes a prompting to you to take a walk in the park and go do blah, blah, blah. Your body is utilizing that movement to take care of itself. And if that's in front of you to do as opposed to going to do the laundry, listening to your body, listening to what's in front of you to do is going and doing that as opposed to thinking, but I need to do the laundry because blah, blah, blah. It's doing what is in front of you to do. Making sure that you're clear with yourself that it is okay, that it is not only okay, it's necessary to respond to yourself in that way. It's about trusting that yourself understands in a deeper way how to organically move in life if you don't interfere and that all of what you need to get done gets done. And it gets done in a very orderly fashion, much more so than what you would plan it out to be. And there's just a deeper resonance and a deeper way of moving in life that goes along with doing what's in front of you to do. It's about being in, it's about being in the movement and the rhythm of life, something we have not been not been able to, having had to think our way instead of feel our way in our lives. One of the things that is very important about the alignment, getting those three P 
pieces moving at the same time is what it nets you. When you are, when you are doing it, responding to, relating to your body, your mind, and your spirit, your soul, if you do it for several days in a row and give each aspect what it needs, you're going to notice the difference. It's, it's remarkable. It's big. It cuts out a lot of what we don't like about life. It cuts out a lot of the fray, a lot of the edginess, a lot of the uncertainty, a lot of a lot of stuff goes when you tend to your beingness. It's amazing how much more solidly you stand, how much more focused you see, how much clearer you are about yourself when all of your aspects are being fed and nurtured. They hum together, interrelated in such a fine harmony. And they love, they love being loved. And that's what you're doing. You're loving yourself. You're loving yourself. And yourself loves to be loved. Everyone, everything responds positively to love, including you. And it isn't the love that someone comes and gives you. It is the love that you give to yourself and it is a practical love. It has practical dynamics to it. It isn't just conceptual. It is an experiential, hands-on job. Not in that negative sense of a job, but it is. And it works. Love works. It's like, here we are in fifth dimension. Fourth dimension, we got love. And now fifth dimension says, okay, you know, it tosses it to you and says, now work it. Make, build some. Let's show me something. Show me what you can make out of me. First, we get to make ourselves in that relationship to love. We get to build in love. And so what we're basically doing now is looking at making sure that we are built in love. And that's one of the reasons this is going to walk the way it walks, because for the first time... We come first, okay? When it all began before, you know, I don't know how they did it, but we didn't come first, okay? Human beings didn't come first. I mean, in this illness phase of humanity, obviously we didn't come first. So now that we get to do it from scratch, we get to do it in truth. And in truth, we come first. So that's what we're doing. We're going to take care of us first because we are the builders. And we're going to build from who we are so the builders have to be healthy so we can build a healthy reality. You see, that's not what third dimension was based on. It didn't matter what levels of illness or injury the beings that built that dimension were in. And of course, so all that illness and energy is in just every part of the foundation and all the different places where they've built it up. And we've had to live that illness. There's nothing in third dimension that doesn't have it woven in there somewhere. We're not doing that. We're not doing a replica. We're not repeating the old. We're building a new. And if you look at it, see, okay, quick around the room. Do you get what I'm talking about when I say we're building a new reality? I mean like, excuse me, I mean like this, okay? Check this out. If I sit this here and I put that there and I lay this here and I sit that there, 
That's called building, and okay, physical. Does every pardon? That's a new reality. Okay, does everybody get? This is exactly what I mean. I'm not up here in my head, but I'm really meaning that. That's pretty good. That that's what we're doing. Does everybody get that? Yes. Okay. All right. Fine. Great. I just wanted to know, so that when I talk about these things, we're not on different pages. Okay? Okay, so we're building. So then everybody knows that in order for us to do that, we have to be, since we're the material, we have to be clear. Right? Right. Okay, cool. All right. The reason I'm saying it like this is because I want this to get done this time around. I do not want five weeks from now someone to say to me, I didn't get it. I didn't hear that part. Or I didn't know that's what you meant. We've had time to do that before. There's just no time for that. There's time for a lot of things, but there's no time for that anymore. It's where do you put it? Where do you place it? What do you say? There's just no time for not knowing because knowing is available. And we get to set the tone for knowing because it's available. We get to say there's knowing that's available, so let's know it. We can't stand back here and say there's knowing available. Yep, I sure see that. You see that knowing? I see that knowing. Yeah, well, let's go get a soda. You know? <laughs> Meanwhile, the knowing is right there saying, what is up with that? Am I like chopped liver? Aren't you going to embrace me? We have a tendency as human beings to do that. So we have this knowing, and this knowing is saying, come to me. <laughs> come to me. So can we go? please, to the knowing. We're only going to become very brilliant. And I know that's hard for some people to sit with. You know, it's like, oh, God. The fear of becoming who we are is what causes us to drag our feet. If we drag our feet at this point, it's because the spotlights are too bright. And, the, you know, and I'm saying this in spiritual dynamic, not in third dimension Hollywood. I'm saying the spotlight is really bright from the universe and everybody's names and lights is just a little bit much. It's like, please, can we tone that down? And the universe and your soul is saying, absolutely not. We have waited all of this time to do this. We have had little soul elves working on this. Every little bulb, every little, got your, your, your special name, your soul name, whatever. We have been working eons and eons in time on this. And you get to say, you don't want to stay. You better come on, you know? And that's what Spirit is saying to us. Don't, don't get stage fright, you know? It's time to become. It's time to become. It's time to become. And I just think it's really funny because there is nothing in our way anymore. And except our own fear of being able to say, I am who I've always known myself to be. I am that big. Yeah, getting used to being big. So know that if you have an issue, now that all of you say you can, the issue is in accepting your bigness. That's it. No more going back into the new spiritual warriors and newborns bag of, let me see, what can I say this is? What was it when I was going through that, the reason I couldn't love myself? No. 
Those little bags are nicely sealed. Remember in letting go, the spiritual goodwill came and took them away. So you don't got them no more. Okay? So here we are. We got to come up with new excuses. But we only have one. One new excuse at this phase. And it's my fear of being big. My fear of being who I really am. That's the only excuse that we have. So when your stuff comes up, when there are issues around moving forward with your relationship with yourself, allow yourself to tell yourself the truth. All of this is about is my fear of being big. I bet you that if you said that, as opposed to the myriad of other things you could possibly say, that that would really tighten things up a little bit. You know, you can't go into self-loathing, self-hatred, I can't, I don't want to, blah, 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 but I'm really afraid of being big. That's it. I would like everybody to try that for the week. When anything comes up that me, makes you feel uncomfortable, not clear, not okay with you, say to yourself, this is my fear of being big. And so you don't get bored. This is my fear of being who I am. Because that's all it is at this point. That's all it is. I have this thing in me that like goes all the way down. Oh, well, it's all the way down. I really, it just didn't stop. I was going to nail it, but it kept going, okay? So I didn't know that when I started. I would have just said, this thing that comes all the way up, but it went all the way down, okay? I am on assignment. My job these Wednesdays is to get you to get this any way that I have to, meaning within the context of love. Okay, but like, I feel compelled, like I have never before, to bring this from one place here, here, and I can't do it by myself, because this is fifth dimension, it's the building, it's the community, it's a team effort. And I have never had to move a team, meaning, when we've moved teams before, or groups, it's been then everybody gets to be where they're at and move from there. This is different. It doesn't mean that you individually don't get to be where you're at, but we're all going to the same place. you know. And my job is to make sure that you understand that you can get there and to watch you go there because you can. And, and my job is to keep telling you you can now because your mind will tell you you can't because you haven't ever been able to. So this being open for you to go is like, there's, you know, there can still be this doubt. And my job is to keep telling you it's okay. There is nothing in the way anymore. There used to be, but we moved it. But if you don't walk there and see, you won't know. And you can't know by glancing and you can't know by listening. You've got to walk there and check it out for yourself. We need this walk forward. We need people to walk into territory that we have worked really hard for. And I remember Chakra saying to me very vividly that at this point, people would start to get really scared, really scared. 
And he said, the irony is, is that this is what they have worked so hard for, and now that it, they'll be there, and they won't want to go. And I knew that at some point I would have to address that, and I know that that's where we're at. It's time to claim the territory that you've worked for, and it's wide open. There's nobody here, there's no FBI, there's no CIA, there's no, there are no parents, there are no mean teachers from the past, there are no perpetrators of any type. It's wide open, and it's time to go now. You know, it's just time to do it. And I know we won't be able to, at, at this point, even know what that feeling is going to be like to step into our fullness, into our wholeness. But we're going to know soon enough. And people say, God, will we know this in this lifetime? Do you think that we'll get to experience? Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. It's happening now, 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 now.